0: Hello, it is Thursday, May 13th, 2021, years after zero. We are currently sitting in a living room at the Fandle Beach House in Tampa Bay. Foxy is shuffling a deck of Euchre cards with the score cards in there as well to decide who will have to pay for lunch down here in Tampa Bay. It's a fantastic day to be alive. We have Julian Edelman on the show. He gives us a great conversation. AJ Hawk, Baron Corbin. It's a big Thursday. The boys are on fire. If you enjoy the show by the end of it, please be a friend. Tell a friend. If not, just act like it never happened. Ty. Let's get to this thing. That's right. The NFL schedule was officially released last night, although there was a bunch of leaks and we were a part of one of the leaks. Yes, Tampa Bay will have to travel to Los Angeles all the way back to Tampa, then up to New England for the Brady-Belichick battle of week four. So that's a little bit of bullshit. But the Patriots are also facing the most teams coming off of bye weeks. And that's really all you can digest with the schedule release. There's a lot of expectations on who has the easiest schedule, who has the hardest schedule. None. None of us know any of that okay no. it is physically impossible to determine which teams next year are going to be an ass hmm <laughs> <laughs> We know there's going to be a couple teams that are going to be good, okay? Everybody kind of knows that. There's going to be teams that are going to go out there, they're going to be in contention. Actually, coaches and GMs in the winning organizations actually come out and have said there's normally only about six, seven of us, maybe eight of us that can really go on a run here. Now, injuries are a real thing, both with teams getting them last year and maybe not playing anywhere near their best so they are ranked low and teams say, oh, this is a terrible team they're playing against. like, well, what if... What if Paris Campbell and Michael Pittman come back and all of a sudden the Indianapolis Colts have a full arsenal of weapons for Carson Wentz to throw the ball? But also, what if they get hurt again? What if Carson Wentz stinks? You have no idea what the Colts could be. A lot of people are saying the Colts have an easy schedule. A lot of people are potentially saying they have a hard schedule because the Colts are on them. I'm a Colts fan. Paid to be one. Was a part of the Colts schedule released last night. (laughs) We have no idea what that team's going to be. They could be Super Bowl contenders for the next 10 years or they could stink. We have... They won't stink because they have enough good players. But you understand what I'm saying. There's nothing we can really get out of this schedule release except for excitement for some moments that are going to come. Now, we all knew that Tom and Bill were going to battle. Now we know it's week four. We all knew that Post Malone's dad used to be a chef in the Dallas Cowboys organization, but we had no idea that he and Jerry Jones would be making it rain schedule cards on top of Dak and Zeke after putting a big-ass chain (laughs) on Jerry Jones and them playing beer pong, okay? So there's some magical moments that came out of last night that we'll definitely have to talk about. We're down here at the FanDuel Beach House in Tampa Bay, Florida. Uh, Tampa Bay is a story of a lot of things going into the NFL season, especially after schedule release, but now we have odds on quarterbacks. There's some schedules that were released that didn't have pictures of their star players. Hello, Atlanta. Hello, Atlanta. No Julio Jones in the photo. Interesting. What's that mean? Does that mean Julio Jones on a move? Where the hell is he going? Is he going to Green Bay? Is that how they're going to keep Aaron Rodgers
1: around? I I tell you what, that be a good start. Is yeah, that what's right. going to happen?
0: Is that what's going to happen? Who knows? Also, uh, Raiders, Derek Carr was not on one of the schedule photos. Wow. Yeah, They had two schedule photos that they tweeted out. Derek Carr was not on one, either one of them. What does that mean? Is Derek Carr the guy or is that just they're trying to give other people a little bit of shine? You tell me. I'm not sure. Should we dig into it or should we not? I'm sure Raiders fans don't want us to, so we won't. So fuck them. But I am, <laughs> I am excited for the season and I think last night kind of rekindled the flame inside of me about excitement that NFL Season, although it seems like it's far, far, far away, it's right around the corner. At Boston, Connor Ty Schmitter here. At the Talk to Table Boys. How you doing, Connor? The Patriots, in your eyes, got fucked, but in my eyes, the only game that matters early in the season is Belichick Brady, and it seems like they're trying to fuck Brady for that thing.
2: Well, I mean, from first look, maybe, but then you go and you see Jimmy Winston, you know, boxing with Jay Glazer, and we got a Jay Glazer, Jimmy Winston, and then a Junior Tom Brady right after. it. Are you
0: kidding me? Uh, interesting, you said Tom Brady. Tom, Thomas Patrick Edward Brady, or Thomas Edward Patrick. Thomas Patrick Edward Brady. Thomas Patrick Edward Senior called in. So that would mean that Tom Brady is a junior. Oh he's a yeah, junior. he's a junior. How come we never talk about that?
2: I don't know. He he doesn't like it. I don't think he doesn't want. The what if that on was what journey. if that
0: was TB Junior Twelve? Oh. What if that was the? It, I guess it is a little bit different. What if what <laughs> if everybody started calling him Deuce as in like the second? You know what I mean? Like change his number maybe. Oh Go to two? my. Anyways, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Sr. called into a New England sports show this morning. Yes, sir. What was the name of the show? Uh, Zoe and Bertrand. And that is on?
2: 98.5 Sports Hub.
0: Okay. And nice. are we assuming that this definitely is Thomas Brady Sr. calling into this? Because this this clip that has made its way into our show, potentially here in the next like 30 seconds, interesting to listen to. Yeah. We're we saying this is definitely him.
2: Uh, I'm going to say it's definitely him, but you know, as far as my recollection of how uh, Tom Brady Sr. sounds, I'm not 100% positive because I blocked him out of my brain.
0: Okay, so I think this is my favorite story coming out of the schedule releases, Tom Brady Sr. calling into a talk radio show in New England this morning to talk about it. Foxy, go ahead and roll that thing. I saw that
3: the schedule come out last night, and I started salivating when I saw that we play the Patriots in the fourth game of the season and that um, we're coming up here to make our our record 4-0 and after the fourth game. So wow. it's, uh, it's a I pretty, pretty fun time.
0: Well, wow. I mean, hey, you got Cowboys on that opening night, and then um, yeah. I think it's Atlanta. Then you got, a, you got a tough West Coast trip against the Rams, and that's going to be a short week uh, for your guy there to get ready. But you still think it's 4-0 and yeah. coming out of the gate?
3: Yeah, well, I don't know if it'd be. Yeah, I, I actually, uh, I, I, you know, they're all tough. Yeah, you just awesome. you look at them and, and there there's there are no walkovers and and uh, it's the NFL but you know coming back home to Boston you know it's our second home here um, and the patriots are our second favorite team um, we it's a game where we get to root for against against or against nobody we get to root for uh, the patriots and, and but well. we our most favorite team, of course, is the Buccaneers. And so we expect to, to beat the Patriots rather handily.
0: I wonder if Junior heard this clip and said, Dad, come on. Are you shitting me? <laughs> Stop calling in." So it was a call from Tom in California. We don't know if that's Tom Brady Sr. No, or not. not possible. It would be a fascinating human to call in and act as if he was Tom Brady Sr. to call in there. But it does feel as if the Patriots fans, mm-hmm. you know, who got to see Tommy Boy oh, go out and win another one yeah. for another team. Finally give him the reception he has deserved for all these years of service. And I assume, unlike ever, how you guys treat everybody else in that building, mm. when Tom's taking a snap and when Tampa Bay's on offense... And he goes like this to you guys. Oh yeah, right. And you guys are all gonna get quiet. Oh like no! Yeah, he's gonna be. No. He's oh, gonna no. be up there. No. You guys are gonna be like, this, this is oh, Tom's God.
4: house. No, no, no. When the oh, Buccaneers no, no. might
0: score a touchdown. Buccaneers might score a touchdown. Yeah. I assume first play or something like that. Uh, Tom will hit Gronk. Oh, you know, Jesus. And then Gronk might grab the Minutemen's uh, little gun and then poof, shoot that thing off. And then all of a sudden, uh, Gronk will maybe go like this to the crowd. And maybe he'll go, this no. is Gronk's no. house. No. That chance. Dronk, this is your wicked house, dude. nuh Yeah, that's what you guys are going to have to do. No way. Listen, Vinatieri.
2: Yes, exactly.
0: Vinatieri, obviously living legend. I got a chance to shoot some content with him. He is absolutely yoked right now. Yeah. And out of our schedule release video that came out from the Colts, uh, incredible job editing that, by yeah. the way. Well done. Great video. Thank you for letting us be a part of that. We had to record that a couple of weeks ago. I had a beard then. It was a nice trip back to glory days. <laughs> it's coming back. It is, but it's, it is. Yeah, but you see how weak it is. Like it take. Like everybody sees this first one. It's going to take three more of those yeah. to grow in for it to actually be visible. Because I'm. Uh, uh, uh,
1: I'm a red-faced Irish person. Uh, you know I think it mean? looks good with the hat, though. I think the hat distracts quite a bit.
0: Yeah, well, I don't have the chain, right? Because I couldn't put the <laughs> chain on to distract from the face. But anyways, me and Vinatieri shot that a couple weeks ago. Vinatieri said in the thing, he is not officially retired. He mm. still kicks because his kid is a fucking stud. I guess his mm-hmm. kid's gonna go D one probably into the NFL. Can bomb balls. I've seen videos of him. And I asked Vinny, I'm like, what's up with AJ? Like, is he? Is AJ? He, by the way, he's a junior. I'm like, how is how is AJ? You know, he's like, he's getting there, he works hard or whatever. And I was like, yeah, but is he hitting balls? You know? He's like, yeah, he hit some balls where I'm like, okay, this is like NFL type ball. I'm like, damn. It's going to be better than you. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. awesome. You know, so he's like, ah, let's not get uh, too, you know, too excited or whatever. I'm like, nah, kid's going to make a billion dollars. No. like, hey, tell him to stop going to school. Yeah. <laughs> Keep kicking. Get his ass out there on the field. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> That's why I don't have a child. All right. And, and hopefully I will someday, but it, it will probably be a piece of shit kid if I had to guess. Hi. And hopefully my wife, Sam, will, will do that whole thing. But Vinatieri, yeah. he's not officially retired. I think he could go out and kick right now if he had to. Okay. And maybe if his son punts for a team, he'll come out and kick. It'll be like a uh, Ray Mysterio, uh, Dominic Mysterio, LeBron and Brawny situation. Ooh. You know, Maybe that's what is trying to do. There's no reason he should be in as good a shape as he's in right now. I was going to say,
2: put him at running back. Foxy, yeah.
0: you got to see him. Does he, he is you, yoked. He looked incredible. He looks so good. Yoked right yeah. now. He's a flight linebacker. What is he, 48 or 49? 48, maybe? 47? He's up there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is. Close to 50. Just absolutely. It was cool to do that. But Vin and Terry going back to New England, because at the beginning of my career with Indianapolis, we played New England every year. Tom Payton. They mm-hmm. wanted to make it happen. It was just... And for whatever reason, whenever I got there, we were going to New England every... Now, granted, there's that fourth and uh, two yeah, at Hawk. home. Yeah, Melvin Bullet with the big tackle. Mm-hmm. That was at home. But every other time, it felt like we were going up there and playing up there a lot. Vinatieri, walking onto the field for warm-ups... Everybody's so nice. Oh, yeah. It was unbelievable how nice. I was like, you know what? I've never really been up to the Northeast much. only played a couple of soccer tournaments. Don't really know the people up here. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, Vene, You know i Hello. Hello, Vinay. Hey, Thank, Thank you for what you did, you know? Yeah. Then as we go back in after warm-ups, you know, and then as more people fill in and then it's getting the game time, we walked out before everybody to go kick a little bit. It Walking out there for the game, it was a much – it was a, a – a switch was flipped. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have never... It was the polar opposite of... Uh-huh. Same person asking Vinny for a, a autograph or a picture or, or merch or, or like a glove or something yeah. or anything... As soon as he comes back out there, you fucking rat piece
4: of shit. Yeah. I
0: was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I literally I was like, I just saw this guy. So then the entire game on the sideline, by the way, right? Because we're sitting on the sideline in that place doesn't get anywhere near the amount of credit it gets for being a terrible place to play. I mean, the weather always stinks. It's always windy in the fans. People hate Patriots fans on the Internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In real life, if <sighs> you're not a Patriot, it is a. Rompous environment. They are a, it seems like a working class fan base, Mm -hmm. okay, that has that mentality. Uh, There's still a lot of grit, you know, still a lot of, but also really good. So arrogant, you know, so so you kind of put that whole thing together. That is not an easy place to play. What they did to Vinatieri for four straight quarters every time we went up there (laughs) on the bench was unbelievable. As soon as the game's over, though, by the way. The the switches flipped once again. Yep. Thank you for everything, yep. Mr. Oh, Vinatieri. Love you, Vinny. I'll, you, I'll you. be excited to see what they do for Tom up there. Honestly, he gave you your entire childhood. Everything. Yeah. Tom Brady gave you your entire fucking happiness. More than life. Bad. Parades. He gave you your fanhood. Probably yeah. all of New England can thank Tom Brady. Not only because of what he did on the field, but because what he was doing in the locker room and in the meetings, getting uh-huh. allowing Bill Belichick to chastise him in front of everybody else, so he could do it to everybody else. Taking pay cuts so that team could continue to win. Mm-hmm. Doing all this shit. Johnny Foxborough. Okay, Junior. Junior. <laughs> I don't know if Tom Brady Sr. is considered Johnny Foxborough the first, <laughs> but Johnny Foxborough up there behind the scenes at the end of it, he felt like he was disrespected. There's no way these Patriots fans, though, this quickly will be able to flip the switch just like they did with Vinatieri and bury him up there. Yeah, oh, you're not kidding me, because
2: yeah. it's not it's not anymore. You oh, know. so
0: Bill Belichick treats
2: him like shit, so you guys got to treat yeah. him like shit. Yeah, exactly. Fall in line, act as the leader acts, but it's not as if it's you know New England Patriot legend Tom Brady forever. It's Tampa Bay Buccaneer legend Tom Brady now going for it because he got that Super Bowl. You don't I think bet Bill the loudest in New England it's ever been when they come to town. You're
0: telling me you don't think Bill Belichick should, out of just gratitude for what Tom and Gronk and even Antonio Brown have done, yeah. just let them score a couple Antonio early. Brown, yeah, let them score a couple here. early week four. Week four, they should just let them. Go. Hey, you know what? Go ahead and let Tom run one in like the good old days, and then whenever the the cannon goes off, mm-hmm. and then I think
2: they're not sounding cannons when the Buccaneers
0: score. Yeah, they I should. Think. Tom, no, Tom. this guy, no Tom. Tom. no, Tom, no, yes, no. Listen, when Tom goes up there, you guys probably what? 0 and three at the time. Three and zero.
2: Okay. Couple blowouts. Minus Jimmy Winston.
0: Senior says. Senior says they're going into that game three and zero, and they're not playing on leave uh, without having four zero record. There's no way this guy loses to this guy, right?
2: You, you don't think that this guy's going to possibly rest players week three just to be fresh for this guy you coming don't to think, town week there's four? There's no way this guy that loses to this guy. That guy isn't winning
0: in this guy's house. This guy took a stand, walked out of the building, wins a Super Bowl. You think when he goes back into the house, he's going to lose? Look,
2: this guy didn't just walk out of the building. He made a Hulu commercial and messed with everybody in New England that the oh, fans don't forget that. about. He, did, he won he a did Super Bowl without him.
4: Yeah. Oh yeah I'm not no, fucking, yeah, yeah, He
2: did I'm not, not, not fucking leave it. it And then he fucking left So there's a lot of animosity From New England fans Towards Tom Brady oh, that, And you're going to hear it week That's four. interesting
0: I thought you guys were like Claiming Tom there At the end of the, the Playoff run last year that When you were like, oh, Good for Tom, uh,
2: hey, it's we our were, Tom. As, oh. That's our Tom That's love Tom As all people should We bowed down To the ones who won The whole thing And he won 7 It was pretty sweet to see Hey I like history he, Sue me You know What do you want from me Okay <laughs> (laughs) But when that week four game happens, Belichick's walking out with a victory.
0: It's crazy that you like history, but you guys will all completely forget that the guy that made all of your history moments is coming back and you will refuse to show any respect. And that I appreciate. Yeah. And also, you know, I think that's why people potentially call it you guys come back. It's a so what yeah. have you done for me, lately?
2: And it's always been New England versus everybody, and it always
0: will be. No, it's actually Detroit versus everybody. They have that thing yeah, count right. Thank you. A lot of people have almost been sued because they tried to do <laughs> really? what you just did as merch. Yeah, and then yeah. Some, the city of Detroit sues you. Like, we don't have much up here, okay? We don't have much up here. <laughs> we do have that statement. Don't do that. I think the week four matchup, though, is awesome. And uh, I'm excited to see the Patriots fans do what the Patriots oh, fans yeah. do. Just like when Peyton came back to, to Indianapolis. You know, Peyton came back to Indianapolis for the War of 1812, Mm -hmm. and that was his first trip back. And I did not know how it was going to work, because when Peyton was the Indianapolis Colts quarterback, when he would do this, okay, it wasn't just the stadium, whether it was the RCA Dome, I was not there for that, but Lucas Oil Stadium, babies and hospitals stopped crying. Just cause they wanted Peyton to be able to clearly communicate yeah. with his offense. Oh, yeah. Everybody in Indiana knew the deal when Peyton was quarterback. And when Peyton would do this, hey, we need a little bit. Guess what? Those babies that are in uh just popped out, you know what I mean? They're in those little things. Mm-hmm. They're standing on top of those little bubbles that they're in and yep. they're hitting the fucking away thing. Away! That that's the type of control that Peyton had over the entire state because it was a basketball and racing state and then Peyton showed up and the boys, not just Peyton, by the way, and he's the one who gets, you know, the statue and everything. There's an entire crew, of that whole team. Whenever they would do a thing, the entire state knew it. They get quiet. When he came back though, loudest I've ever heard a stadium. Mm-hmm. Whenever he was on offense, it felt as if the Colts fans were almost like, hey, Peyton, you remember what you taught us? Yeah. Like, now we're going to fuck you with this thing. <laughs> yeah. I'd never heard them any game after that or before that do what they did that night in trying to make Peyton's life miserable. When he came out, there was an entire video montage, which I assume you guys will do as oh, well. Yeah. Like, a thank Tribute. you to, for yeah. Gronk and for Tom, I assume. And Fans, by the way, standing ovation. It was like oh, kind yeah. of like a – it was almost like a chills moment mm-hmm. almost because he, he, he took his – because Peyton is a robot as well. So, like, yeah. he took his yeah. helmet off. After he came out and did like a thank you, like a full thank you thing, you know, and then helmet goes back on. And I was like, how's this gonna go? I, I really did not know how it was gonna go because I think I was, you know, along, a I mean, this guy, this guy. Good. Hey, we're live, dude. Okay, are you outside? I'm outside. Okay, all know? right, we'll okay. let you in. Right, someone needs to go let him in. Uh, Baron Corbin will be joining yeah. us. But whenever, in studio, but whenever, um, when Peyton went out on offense, I didn't know what the I didn't know what the Colts fans were going to do mm-hmm. you know I thought they were going to like show them respect or whatever yeah. they did not it was very loud it was rompus it was awesome it was awesome I would assume the Patriots fans are going to do the exact same thing and Gronk might get you know, Mike Gronk might get treated worse than Tom. Uh,
2: I would assume so, especially after some of the stuff coming out where it's like, hey, Gronk was thinking about coming back early. You know, he was told not to by someone else who's coming back home for the first time, junior. And so I do think all the former P- Patriots coming back to New England will get a full day of screaming.
0: Okay, that's week four. Um, can't wait for that to happen. Uh, the Ty, the Packers... Have one Monday Night Football game and it's week two or something like Correct, that? Correct, against the Lions. How many primetime games? Five. Five primetime games, which is a lot of primetime games. Yeah, They're
1: tied for the most. A
0: lot of primetime games. Tied for the most. And I guess that means everybody is assuming that Aaron's coming back. Andy Reid came out and said something along the lines of, can't wait to see Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers play. Does Andy Reid think that Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers are going to get something done? It, it, does anything that has happened with the schedule release or any of the information we've heard that have, has been released in the last couple Days make you believe like Aaron Rodgers definitely going to be a Packer next year?
1: Uh, uh, maybe a little bit. I mean, five primetime games is a lot. We're live.
0: You hear me? We're live. What is that? Seven phone calls while we're live over there. I know. We don't have your time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We don't have time. You'll be back on the other side of the break. But uh, to your (laughs) to your point, two of those games I think can be flexed out of, uh, so they could move them down to three. It's hard to get excited because guess what? You know, the teams that the 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 Packers will be one of those teams who could win the Super Bowl next year if they have Rodgers. If they don't, no shot at Jordan Love, no shot at Blake Bortles. They will be ass next year. That's one of the
0: teams that could be ass. Exactly. Now Blake Bortles, congrats on we I'm obviously a big Blake Borders fan. Of course. Saw him in the AFC South, got a chance to chat with him. He actually uh, punted a ball in celebration against us in London. I thought it was potentially a kick in the nuts to me while doing it. Mm -hmm. He did not get a penalty because the refs were against us that day. It was fucking Walt. But Mm. uh, hammer down boys back in Indianapolis. What were you going to say? You guys got some stuff here? Well, I was going to – so on Good Morning Football this morning, the two
2: heads of the schedule making committee or whatever we're on today, and they start making the schedule literally the first day after the season's over, and then they finish a couple days before it is put out.
0: So I doubt
2: they That's had any That's what I would say, too. They yeah, had any Every worry. day. Yeah. We're working. Yeah. Every
0: day. day. I, hey, we've been working on this show, what, since the last show ended? Do you yeah. remember? Uh-huh. That's right. Yesterday, we started working on this show at 334. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that. And, then and we kind of together. it together here right before we went yep. live. That, Diggs, come on. You don't believe that.
2: Yeah, I, I do. I do. I, why wouldn't I?
0: Diggs. Tony. Diggs. Tony. Diggs, everybody's full of shit. You know that. I
2: mean, it's like 270 games. What are we talking? I don't know.
0: what should we be betting on? We have to get to a break here in like uh, two minutes or so so that Tom Pestock, Baron Corbin, King Corbin can join us. He just, I mean, what did he try to do? He tried to take over the show when he wasn't in the room. Yeah, of (laughs) course. And then he comes into the room. Hammer down, boys. Is there any bets we should be looking at? And did you guys learn anything via the schedule release on how we can potentially take all of FanDuel's money with this entire thing?
5: They did release the week two matchups today on FanDuel. You can get the Chiefs minus one at the Ravens.
0: Nah, don't do it. Uh Listen. Remember what we just talked about yesterday, yeah. boys. That Chiefs yeah, team—that's just kill a money you.
5: line pick, though. Chiefs own the Ravens.
0: Okay, let's get sure. to a break. We'll get to a break. Uh, Baron Corbin, King Corbin, is a massive Kansas City Chiefs fan. Oh yeah. Oh true. So we'll talk to him about that. You know, people are saying Chiefs maybe never, never make it back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, America. yeah, it's wow. tough. People are saying that. We weren't saying that. A lot of people are saying that. We'll talk to Tom, who's been on. Or, what should I call you? What should I? What should I call you? What should I? What should I call you, though? What am I allowed to call you? What should I call you? King Corbin. King Corbin All will hey. join us on the other okay. side. Cannot wait to chat with him. He was uh, how many teams? Two, three? Two teams. Been there, done that small school undrafted free agent i mean and then now they call him king yeah Yeah. what a life (laughs) people go through many changes as we get older isn't that right oh yeah for men one of the less fortunate changes is that testosterone production begins to naturally decrease in the body did you know this aj i am aware for most men it begins around the age of 30. And testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. Oh, my God. So if you live to 130, you ain't got shit left.
1: No, 30. Well, if it
0: starts around 30, this is one of those questions on a test where, you know, begins around 30. And the testosterone production declines by roughly 1% per year. So does it start at zero or does it start at 30? That's the thing. This is where they can get you
1: them damn word problems. This is one of those problems
0: where you're like, well, wait a minute, Uh, which, can I ask a follow-up? Anyways, I was good at those tests because I always viewed it as me versus the fucking teacher. That's right. (laughs) Okay. Their supplement contains vitamin D3, what? zinc, what? magnesium, what? makeup, mica, what? and ashwagandha in a unique blend designed by healthcare professionals that you can't get anywhere else to learn more about these incredible ingredients. Visit get slash USA. Roman is offering $15 off your first order and will deliver your supplements right to your door with free two day shipping. When you go to getroman.com forward slash USA, get $15 off your first order plus free two day shipping. That's get Roman dot com forward slash USA. That's good news. Let's try that stuff. Okay. okay. I've been looking for that type of stuff. That's good Mm news. That's what I want. Now we know. Hey, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Thank Thank you, Roman. Thank you, Roman. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now, I don't know everything you've won in WWE. It's a long
6: list. King Corbin.
4: (laughs)
0: I'd like to you clap for yourself, I do like of that. Course. The um, Somebody's got to hey, it. you and I were teammates rookie year. Yep. Okay, you had a much different body then, same mindset. You and I chatted a lot about if this doesn't work, because at that point I didn't really know how to punt a football, and uh, you were an undrafted free agent. We're gonna go do. We're gonna go do wrestling. That's what we're gonna do. That, we, that
6: was the plan. We talked a lot about it with we, the lockout too, because we were worried about the lockout a little bit. We were like, we need a we need a secondary plan. Our
0: rookie year, they were telling us like, hey. This lockout's coming. You all are fucked. Like, it's,
6: it's, save money, basically. Save there's money. There's probably not going to be football next year. Yeah, so. that,
0: it was a big deal. So we had to smoke. We golfed a lot together. We went out a lot together. Yeah. We, uh, but I feel like our common interest of wrestling was really what brought us together. Because if you, if somebody's a wrestling fan growing up, you can talk to them a certain way. They understand. Yep. Like it's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's like one of those things. Like they get it. And now here you are, man. I, before I get into just berating you and burying you for oh, like an hour and a half or yeah, whatever, okay. you're still
6: mad about all those times I've beat you in golf that problem Whoa.
0: Bet. Bet. Whoa. <laughs> you have no idea at one o'clock whenever aj gets on yeah. here okay and i don't know if you know aj hawk you two are very similar human beings i assume you're going to get along very well i don't know if you heard about this there's a 20 million dollar golf bet that i that i hear 20
6: million yeah uh-huh.
0: yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll wait for him to get on for you to really hear about that thing but i want to let you know incredibly incredibly proud of you buddy
4: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you
0: I remember back in the day, you were scared to have any tattoos that were uh, maybe potentially going to piss off the family. Now look at you, ink your whole body.
6: You don't covered, covered, like. <laughs> 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 yeah, covered. I was still worried. My mom still yells at me. I'm 36 years old. My mom still yells at me. Yeah, I remember you got one on like your thigh, I think, or your yeah, chest. I had my chest done in Indy.
0: Yeah, you had your chest done and you had one on your thigh, I think, at the time. Yeah. And I, I believe I asked, like, why do you have all these fucking weird placements of these tattoos? <laughs> like, well, my mom can't see them. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got them from a the mom. That's was, the truth. And I was like, valid, valid. Okay, I get it. Uh, but I want to let you know, incredibly proud of you. It is awesome. Now let's get to uh, what we have to get to here uh, Kansas City Chiefs are playing the Buccaneers yet again, right? That's happening? Yeah, it is. That's it happening is. in the season? Also, Kansas City Chiefs have to play Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I believe the Kansas City Chiefs, for probably the next 10 years, are going to have a tough schedule. This is just like uh, when the Colts had the Peyton and in, in- the Patriots or whatever yep. now that you guys are spotlight team primetime team you, they're going to try to play you against everybody are you not worried that the Kansas City Chiefs? now we have a lot of friends over there so I have to really uh balance how much I'm <laughs> shit talking you and them at the same time because sure. they, they don't deserve what I'm sending to you but are the Chiefs ever going to make it back to the Super Bowl oh, you cool, think with how question. long yeah. these roads are I, gonna,
6: I know you're just trying to roam you no no uh-huh. no it's a real question I just want to know I it's just wanted, not okay so what Green Bay are we going to see Oh, you're saying with Aaron Rodgers or without? With or without. And if he's there, is he disgruntled? Does he want to play? Does he want to win? What happens? Because he wanted out, you know, after the draft, I feel like last year, right? So he went out and uh, had a Pro Bowl season. To rub it in their faces of how good he is. Now he wants out. His timing was perfect to irritate him. So what do we get? What Green Bay do we get? What so think that's get? a Chiefs? We're win. here okay, in so, Tampa you're, Bay. so you're saying
0: Chiefs beat the beat the There's Packers? One, There's one I'm, of them off. I'm yeah.
6: saying that it's it's going to be uh, interesting to see what Green Bay we have out there.
0: Now, as a former player mm-hmm. in the NFL mm-hmm. and a man who now is, I mean. Whenever you're in WWE, it's a lot of business talk, too. Like, you got to handle your own business. There's no offseason. you got to figure out what you're going to do, body-wise, everything like that. Can you see how Aaron could be incredibly pissed off with what the Packers are doing with what the Kansas City Chiefs have done for Patrick Mahomes? Now, Patrick Mahomes has to have the ability to make all those plays, and he has to be a guy. He was a guy. They sent Alex Smith out of town after Alex Smith's best season. Andy Reid and Veach are like, hey, let's load this team up for this guy. Mm-hmm. We can do that. Do you not think... And you've been in the NFL, obviously. You know NFL guys. You're friends with NFL guys. Do you not think if you're, let's say, Aaron or even Russ, when you see what happens in Kansas City, you see in Tampa Bay, don't you think you could see, even as undrafted free agent and me as a punter so low on the totem pole of the entire life thing, you could see how a quarterback could potentially be fucking pissed off about
6: that. Dude, I would be livid. What did we say? We talked about this last week. It was like, what, 2001 was the last time they first round drafted? Uh, 2002, 2002. 2002. Yeah, yeah. but I mean come on how how are you not going to help the guy he can only carry so much weight right now in uh, Green Bay so you got to get help around him. they did it with Mahomes they do it with all kinds of guys I and mean, they did it here in Tampa Bay when Tom Brady came they brought in some help you have to help your I'll quarterback I him lived here uh, eight years now, seven years now. You think about becoming a Buccaneer fan last Not a chance. No, yeah. I heard you did. Yes. I didn't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I heard. absolutely yeah, would not. I, I talked to your neighbor. No, yeah. my neighbor's standing right there, and we talked about it this morning that I will never uh, commit to the Buccaneers. They bought a team to win the Super Bowl. That's what they did. Uh, oh. everybody who scored oh. in the Super Bowl oh. wasn't on the team the year before. They bought a team. Well, Tell who me cares? who cares. Who okay. like cares? But I'm saying <laughs> I this guy. that doesn't earn. Me as a fan. Oh, I'm Kansas City what all What, they just the way give through? Patrick Mahomes $500 million? Uh-huh. Oh, they're he earned buying it. A He earned it, though. Did he not earn it?
0: Yeah, he did. I mean, he's really fucking good. Yeah. And, and Andy Reid did his thing. I, I'm all about everybody getting hopefully a billion dollars right? in the business. We want
6: everybody to make as much as possible.
0: As much as possible. That's kind of how every player in the history of players has always felt. That's why you're not going to hear a lot of players ever bury other players whenever no, they're handling not. business. You, you
6: got money. Everybody's proud of you.
0: Yeah, congrats. Comes into the locker room. Hey, good for you, man. I know yeah, there's some yeah. drama. Do your thing. You're not going to talk about the exact money. But if let, let's say there is a public dispute that happens business-wise. Nope. Like it's our job as teammates not to, like, hey man, what the fuck you doing?
6: Like that is not that
0: is not what teammates are gonna do at all. No, it's a complete opposite. Actually, it's like okay, hopefully you get your money, man. Good luck. And after. as an
6: offensive lineman too, your quarterback gets five hundred million. You go, man! I bet he's gonna get us a nice present at the end of the oh, year. <laughs> are we gonna get Rolexes? Are we gonna get golf clubs? He gonna take us to Hawaii? I mean, when I was in uh, Arizona, I think it was it was Derek Anderson took the whole starting O line to Hawaii on vacation. It's oh, like that's pretty it's sweet. like Derek dude, Anderson did that. Yeah. And, it, and, and wow. I think Cobb was taking the boys hog hunting like it's it, you know your quarterback's taking so if he gets paid everybody gets broken would, off a little bit I
0: would assume Christmas is a little bit better in Kansas City there for the big uh, big boys <laughs> yes, did you see right? Kyle Long he, he retired he, one company. year right yeah he's like coming one back year for Kansas City so as an offensive lineman um, you uh, Missouri which one Northwest Missouri State Northwest Missouri State whenever you go from I don't want to say small it is small school
6: it is division yeah. two you went to a small school
0: yeah They missed. By the way, all the big schools missed on
6: King Corbin. So I had some offers. I had I had Missouri, KU, and Wyoming were big school offers, but they were all like two and ten teams. Yeah, they stink. Mm -hmm. And then Wyoming's going, hey, we have tunnels to you know get the climb going. What tunnels for what? And they're like, well, you get like four or five feet of snow. I go, I'm I'm going back. (laughs) Like, no, thank you. <laughs> was it I, tough? I'm not trying to freeze to death.
0: I mean, obviously, you didn't end up being an all-pro in the NFL, but you were around a lot longer than a lot of people in the NFL. How so, hard was it going from, like, Northwest Missouri State to the men's league as an offensive it's line? It's
6: the stigma you have. I think that's the hardest part because talent-wise, I think there's a lot of guys who are equivalent uh, from small schools to major schools. I think the difference between a Division one school, obviously, and Division two is they have 11 guys plus backups that are playing at that level where a premier Division II school has two or three guys that I think could ah. hang at major Division I schools. Uh, so and you that's don't think like I Trey thought. Lance, like Trey Lance is coming out of nowhere getting dropped into
0: the San Francisco mm-hmm. 49ers. Like you don't think that type of like, oh, this is the big lights now. You don't think that's that big of a deal.
6: No, no I don't. Um, because, you know, the top tier players, they play when those lights are on, regardless of where they're at. And I think the hardest part is getting over the stigma of being from a division two school. Cause I had scouts there every week talking to me my whole senior year. I'm talking every single week and they go, man, if you were just at a big, big school you'd be a third round pick and i'm going well, what's the difference
0: so they could see you play against others
6: yeah and and that's it too and you know i played against division one guys in the texas first nation game kind of thing and you're going i can play with these dudes i'm same size i'm faster i'm stronger uh yeah the competition every week is not there because there are dudes when we play schools like fort scott or not fort scott but uh fort hayes which two school. Like to me that that was shooting fish in a barrel i was just murdering people left <laughs> and right <laughs> Like they had no bit, in my opinion. Yeah, they but that no happens business to d one too. Field. It does. Yeah. It does because you get big schools that want to play. You know those lower end. You got uh, him Division playing D
0: end at some places. Yeah, but by again, the way. I'm feisty. Yeah, yeah you never yeah. know. I'll fire off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
6: <laughs> so, so, but you just you face that stigma your whole career. We look at the NFL. It is a paper league, in my opinion to some extent where they could take two guys with the exact same ability and go well this guy's from Ohio State this guy's from Northwest Missouri State we're going to go with this guy because it's going to help us not only on the field but with coaches with you know bringing other things look at Tebow now I mean yeah I was about to say to, hey, yeah, to Steve, to think, me, Rob Ninkovich hold on there, before you get done Rob Ninkovich who I texted I
0: said hey yo I wanted him to come on he said uh to Greeny I said, I don't know if it was on Greeny's radio show or on GetUp he said, I've been out of the league for whatever. I'd go put some pads on. I could throw around Tim Tebow right now. <laughs> yeah. like, this is not something yeah. that happens or whatever in the NFL. I guess they'll find out. You hate that they signed him
6: or no? I mean, again, I'm not hating anybody for, for going and getting paid Job, and getting yeah. an opportunity to play. Uh but is he taking an opportunity away from a kid that potentially could do better? Yes, I think so. And it's from Northwest Missouri State, right. from from anywhere. Uh, to me, you know, he he's going in there because of the coach, and he wants him there because he's a locker room leader, a good guy, whatever it is. But to me, you're taking an opportunity away from a 22 year old kid that I think could potentially be four, five, six year player that you know doesn't have the recognition or the connections that Tim Tebow has. How many years were in the league? Uh, about three. We're talking to a. King Corbin, What you you won, the Andre the Giant
0: mm-hmm. Battle yep. the inaugural yeah. one, right? yes. The first yes. Yes. one? Yes. No,
6: you, no. I was the third. Who the, won the first one? Cesaro. Oh, by the way, big weekend for Cesaro. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's going to hey. be important. We'll see if he steps up to the plate. You give guys opportunities, sometimes they knock it out of the park, sometimes they fall flat.
0: What does that mean? So in your guys' business, what, what does it mean knocking it out of the park? I, oh, no, well, I mean, before just, we get we to wrestling. You got to tear it down, yeah. Well, how tall are
6: you? Uh, six seven on a good day. What did you weigh oh. in the NFL? Uh, I was 330 in Arizona. Jesus. Hey, babe, the photos are not good by the way. I Whoa. mean, but you have to be.
0: Offensive line you right. have to be yeah. big.
6: I'm not good, but I was happy cuz I was eating whatever I dude, I was eating peanut butter milkshakes and mozzarella sticks every <laughs> night <laughs> because I had to be fat. you literally when I was to be. in Indy they wanted me like 315, 318, then I got to Arizona they moved me inside to guard because they had, you know, a lot of pulling plays and zones and screens and I I could get out and run. They're like, "We want you a little bigger." Between tweet 325 and 3.35, and I was like, okay. There was a convenience store by my house. I got hot dogs, onion rings, <laughs> mozzarella sticks, because, you know, you I mean, when you're in the league, but but you're working out so hard all the time, especially in Arizona. We had John Lott, who uh, he was awesome. He was crazy as could be. Strength coach? And yeah. Yeah, yeah. And we would go out, and it felt like we were running for hours in 110-degree heat, and it's hard to keep that weight on. So Where I, I couldn't eat. Uh, now I'm 265. I'm trying to get under 260 right now. Bro. Hey, you look good. You, you've yes, done a you full know, transformation.
0: You know. You know right in front of the world's eyes, by the way. Yeah. You did it right in front of the world's eyes. The yeah. hair thing you that happened. Hair was yeah. off. Yeah. Pretty pumped for you to. Yeah. yeah,
6: that felt good. Yeah, we're
0: pumped you moved on from the there. I, oh. Me
6: too. Me too. That was rough. Sleeping with it. And then, you know, to wrestle with it, dude, it's, you got to put seven gallons of conditioner in it or you're going to choke on it. Like, <laughs> it's just one of those things. It's not fun.
0: Okay, so the guy, I scumbag, I wrestled. You know my first match. Yeah, oh. yeah, the um, little guy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, shithead. Little.
6: Yeah. He I did mean, beat you yeah. though.
0: Wow, well, I made a out. rookie mistake, and you did not help me with that. You did not say, "Hey, when he I... puts his head right in front of the stairs, don't do it. He's going to try to get you to kick the stairs <laughs> yeah. and break your foot." You didn't. You didn't tell me that. Bad <laughs> friend. I thought you were a little bit smarter. Bad Sorry.
6: friend. That's my bad. Bad friend. Bullshit.
0: My bad. Uh, but anyways, uh, you know, because I'd never been in there really before.
6: Yeah, so except for that time you wrestled in overalls or jean shorts or whatever it was. And- Warpig, undefeated. One, War two. No. Yeah, that was a W. <laughs> <Yeah. beating laughs> Again, for you. Yeah, not was, a good look for you.
0: That was a W, yeah. At that time, you know, they were telling me to put on some weight. <laughs> 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 I'm joking, but um, so I go, you know, there's a little moment heat, I believe, is the exact term or whatever. Yeah. There, there's a moment in there where I grab his head and then I grab him with the other hand and then I'm thrown into the corner and I'm supposed to do an up and over. And, A little
2: slippery?
6: Uh,
0: oh my, I could have never known. It yeah. was it was in front of, they throw me, and my hands have conditioner all over them, okay, because his hair or whatever. It keeps it wet. It keeps it back and out of the eyes, I guess, yeah. and everything like that. I go run into the corner to do the upper, my hands slip, I do that thing off of my, like both of my palms. Jeez. But could you that's early in the match by the way. I thought there was a chance that I'm hitting face right off the turnbuckle. <laughs> I've never been more scared in my life when I grabbed that thing. I was like, "Oh my <laughs> god." Yeah. And then um
6: the little things you don't think about, right? Yeah.
0: And then when I jump up onto the top, mm-hmm. if you watch that replay, both of my shoes are completely down on like the other side of that if there was any conditioner on those things i'm fucking yeah right you, down you gotta there.
6: worry about conditioner tanning cocoa butter <laughs> people in the audience spilling drinks i you know where i go inside out around the post yeah, somebody yeah. had spilled a drink in the audience one time and i hit, took that and my face was the first thing to who's that big it. boss man yeah yeah that's where i borrowed that from do you watch old film i do i mean i grew up watching it we, we talked yeah. about it i mean that's one of the connections it's funny because like especially sometimes grown men, when you bring up wrestling, you're kind of looking to see who looks at you. Like, how are they going to judge you that you love wrestling? And so we have that connection of watching all the, the older cats Yeah, back that's in the day.
0: Uh, By the way, people, I watch UFC. It's like, yeah, you're not putting it in the right bucket. Okay, that is not, that's a different, that's a different. Do you, do you
6: like the movie Expendables? Or are you trying to watch, you know, <laughs> like, come on, let's go. Hey, you were a Golden Gloves boxer back in the day. Yeah, Yeah, I beat up a lot of people. You legit, by the way, like legit. You yeah, when hated I get boxing, did you stop boxing? No, you? I loved it, and I I, I miss it too. I, I miss there's a and this is. By the, the way, now's a good time script. to get back yeah. into it, dude. There's so much money in it right now. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Jake Paul or his brother, yo, hey, you want some? Come get it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't uh, know. I, I'm happy to to break one of your faces for a nice payday. <laughs> what but, are you six foot <laughs> seven? Boom. But yeah, we'd you know, you'd, you'd so give up a little weight. Maybe I could fight both of them at the same time. Oh, oh, there, there we go. go. That's there Floyd, we go. That's there we go right. But yeah, no. I mean, there's there's something special about uh, boxing and hitting somebody square in the face hard enough that you feel like their face through your glove, and then they go down, and you know it's over. You don't even have to like watch them fall. You're like, this dude's done. His, <laughs> his cheek just touched his brain. How many <laughs> fights? But uh, I think I had thirty something fights. God damn. that's a lot of fights. Jeez. Yeah. That's a lot of fights. Well, I mean, I fought in the gloves three times. I fought in the ringside worlds. Um, you know, I had an amazing trainer in Kansas City, and it was a lot of fun, dude. I miss it. I, I, it's, there's something about that competition. That well, also the special. cardio.
0: I'm surprised you haven't just brought it back for the cardio purpose. Like, the yeah, workouts are insane.
6: There's box. just I can't find a good gym here in Tampa that, that I would be uh, at on a regular basis. Because but, but, I, I would. I, I'd go back in a heartbeat. I assume somebody's going to send... That'd be awesome. Oh, so if you know sense. a good boxing gym in Tampa Bay, let me know. So I've been thinking about potentially going into the,
0: because I Oculus box, maybe the best yeah, of the time. Yeah, you're
6: not, not even, I've seen some videos. Um, you put it on easy and. No, that's not true. Uh, no, that's no. not true. It looks like it's on easy. Okay.
0: Because I got you're lightning in these hands.
6: <laughs> you hear me? I'm lightning. Why? Why'd you have to stand up for that? Now I got to look at you in those shorts.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. Look at me looking down on you. That's right. You hear me right now? Look at me looking down on you right now.
6: No. uh, Okay, we need to have an Oculus box off then, for sure. Mine's at my house. Okay, so they haven't created the,
0: uh, the, the physics yet, but they said it's getting there. I like it. But if it does, you're done. I only got one combo, and it works on every level with every fighter, and it's a knockout every time. And I don't know how it's going to carry into the real world, and maybe I want to test it out. But whenever there's zero fear of getting punched in the actual face, you'll let those hands fly. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For sure. So when you go into these boxing gyms, mm-hmm. and you haven't done this for a while, I assume, but what, what – Am I just going in there and just fighting somebody? Like if I was to walk into an actual gym. It depends on the
6: gym, man. It, it really does. And that's what you got to be careful with a lot of gyms from mixed martial arts gyms to boxing gyms you go in there and sometimes even the new guy uh some guys just want to try to hurt you to prove a point that, well and also you're right? a badass yeah. or yeah. And, but I, I mean i've had that happen i was in uh arizona when i was playing for the cardinals i went to, i was trained at lions Den gym at the time scott peters owned it he used to play uh offensive line for the cardinals a little bit so i was in there one day boxing and scott was in there and this this guy kept bothering me he's like hey man you want to spar and i was like ah you know, I don't need to spar. I'm just here hitting the bag, having fun. And he kept going, and his boxing coach was there, and he's like, "Dude, just come on, just a few rounds. We never get big guys. Let's just go." And I said, "I don't have headgear or a mouthpiece." They're like, "Oh, we can give you both." And I was like, "All right, fine. Let's let's do it." I said, "But hey, this is just sparring. We're gonna chill. Like, this isn't, Oof. you know, gonna get out There's of hand." No way. And he's like, "No, no, no. Yeah, we'll just spar, friendly spar." And um, oh, is this you? Uh, oh yeah, that, that's off the gram, dude. That's a gym in Texas. What? That was a random gym we went into, and he's like, "You want to get in?" I hadn't hit mitts in years. In but what end. happened to that guy in Arizona? You beat the fuck out of that guy. Well, so it's a good story. So, <laughs> so, so what happened? He, you know, he didn't have headgear on, and I was like, "Do you want to put headgear?" He's like, "No, I'll be all right. We're just gonna go light." I was like, "Okay, cool." So they ring, and we're doing like two minute rounds or something. In the first round, Exhausting. I'm just playing with him a little bit, just sparring, and he takes like three killer swings. I was like, "Hey, man, chill. I'm telling you, we're, we're just having fun." He's like, "I know, man. I'm just going light. I'm going light." And he takes another big swing at me, and so now I'm kind of getting irritated. And then second round, I was like, "Hey, dude, like, slow it down a little bit because we're just playing." Like, he knows I'm a professional football player at the time, and um, he takes another big swing at me, and I split that dude's eye <laughs> wide open. But and it was just a straight right hand. It was like I just countered it, and I hit him with the straight right. And dude, it was like it was like you put a firecracker under his eye, and it just hit. Pow! Like, dude, blood everywhere, it Just and it was bad. Did you and follow? Did you follow up? No, because it was kind of like, I told you so. Yeah. Like, I just let him know, but I mean, he immediately, like, bleeding all over the mat. His yeah. coach is grabbing, and then uh, Scott told me he never came back to the gym. Did you? Yeah, I still, I mean, that's what I was training. <laughs> Man, this is my gym <laughs> <But laughs> now. <next
0: time. laughs> but it's
6: like, come on, like, but you get that all over, especially me being a big guy. Dudes want to test you, and so sometimes fucking- you got to hurt him. So, when I was, we were talking about this yesterday, and it's not boxing, and
0: uh, by the way, I'm thankful I haven't gone into a boxing, actual boxing class or whatever, because- You could do
6: boxer size, maybe. Start, start there. I'm not doing that shit, okay? <laughs> no way. <laughs> all right, I, I've seen the, <laughs> 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 I've seen That's those classes. That's you. That's got your name all over no, it. No, no. Whoa, dude, listen. Kyle oh, Pegg! <laughs>
0: oh. That is what it is. The overhand right is a problem. I just okay. want to let you know, but whenever you are, I don't want to say somebody, but you are somebody. Right, and especially in Arizona you were a Cardinals player I assume everybody said hey this guy's offensive lineman for Cardinals uh, former Golden Gloves boxer this is just like at bars too big guys so oh, yeah. oh yeah people always especially if they hear you're in the yeah. NFL they're like uh,
6: those are the ones you just gotta choke out that way it's quiet <laughs> <laughs> It's quiet like when they start stuff, you you can't hit a kid in the bar because you're going to end up getting in trouble or arrested or sued. So you Nowadays, just, you, you just choke them out quietly in the corner. By the way, you should socially distance yourself from these I, people. I do. I don't go to the bars. Have you seen my liquor collection at home? I don't have to leave the house. Oh, yeah, I have. Nice, you do love smart.
0: whiskey. I've been meaning to talk to you about that, dude. Take it easier on your fucking liver, dude.
6: My liver's good, dude. Everything I drink tastes good. It's fantastic. You have become like this, like, you know, like super adult, which I find interesting. Yeah, it's not fun. You got to be responsible. Are you having trouble there? Yeah, my fucking thing. Because my
0: overhand right side oh. shot my earpiece. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, let's get. Do you guys have any questions? I said, yeah, the boys are
6: very excited. To talk.
2: I, to. But you said you're a golden Gloves boxer. How do you? Is it that's a tournament, and then you? Go yeah, and you yeah. It's a,
6: they do like they do regionals, they do states, regionals, and then nationals. Okay. So uh, the year I went to nationals was awesome. I think Floyd Mayweather actually paid for the entire event, all the boxers' hotel rooms in a Damn. in a hotel in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and that one was awesome.
1: Going back to what you just said previously, like, when you first got into the WWE, I assume, you know, guys obviously know about the boxing and that you were in the NFL. Like, did did you get tested all the time or, like, kind of – or is that kind of atmosphere not really like that because you have to earn your stripes No, it's it's
6: definitely like that a little bit. Um, Not to the same extent it used to be where guys would, you know, show up in wrestling gyms and get beat up and, Mm -hmm. like, you know – I think somebody tried to break Hogan's leg. And went, like, they're, they're testing because they want guys who are going to stick around. Like, right. I get it. You don't want to waste your time with someone who's going to come in and cry about it and then a week later leave because, you know, it's just one of those things. But I was tested more on, like, uh, when I came in, I was coming from the NFL, and I was coming into FCW, which was here in Tampa originally before NXT. And it was all guys NXT, basically NXT from— is my— Yeah, that's your, your, your world, right? Yeah. And then tell Bad Bunny showed up and, and okay, put okay. the celebrity on. It. Hold on. <laughs> But I'm just saying the I'm question. just saying that You don't uh, believe
0: that. <laughs>
4: Got no, answer the question. I'm so sorry.
0: sorry. Go ahead.
6: So it it was more of like these guys from the Independents and they just instantly hated me because I was getting an opportunity oh. handed to me that they felt like you didn't earn necessarily because you know they they worked in these gymnasiums, and when I was in NXT, like that was kind of a character trait for me. I was going, "Hey, all these internet fans love these independent wrestlers because they worked for hot dogs, potato chips." But that's true. Like these yeah. guys. That that want to become WWE superstars, they're working in local gyms and backyards and uh, parking lots doing shows where they're getting their opportunity to be in a battle royal by setting up the ring, taking the ring down, Uh, you know, that kind of thing. They're paying those dues. They're driving six hours. I used to ride with Tyler Breeze all the time. He was driving six, seven hours across Canada to do these little shows for 20 people. And that was paying the dues for them, you know. Same mm-hmm. as the NFL, like guys come from college, come from high school. Like you're paying your dues to get to that level, and so I think a lot of guys felt like I hadn't paid any dues, and they'd heard that I was making all this money coming in, which was not true. My first contract, I was making like. 700 bucks a week when I signed with WWE to, to go through FCW. And that was like the second tier at that time. So they were irritated. But of course, I blew it all out of proportion. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting thousands of dollars a week. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think there was one, there was a promo class where, because I was getting tired of it. I was like, dude, these guys think that I've never watched wrestling. I don't want to be here. And I, of course, I'm not going to go, hey, man, look, I, I called WWE. I want to be here. Like, I wasn't going to play that game. Mm-hmm. It, it was a locker room and you kind of got to stand your ground. But I think there was a promo where... Um, you know, I made some money playing football. So all these other dudes kind of hadn't ever been on that level. And so I was like, I'm going to go get 25 grand out of my account, bring it to promo class and with a couple watches and put it out on the table and be like, yeah, dude, I'm rich. Like, What's up? And <laughs> just kind of. Yeah. yeah. So that didn't help my cause and a lot of things, but I, you know, I was going to ruffle some feathers. You, you have to I right? Think. everybody in this business that I think is successful has a little bit of, um, attitude and, and self confidence and, and ego because you have to you're going to walk out in front of millions of people watching and uh, portray this larger than life superhero or in my case try to be the most irritating and hated person in the entire world like you have to have an ego to do that Yeah, like, and I think it's, it's well, harder you, than people expect
0: you have to have an ego because you're going to get a lot of terrible things said to you for sure yeah there's going to be a lot of like you're I, I got some terrible things said to me whenever I was just doing kickoff shows from the wrestling community about how there is wrestling bloggers who they're, they're
6: the angriest people in the world,
0: bro. So they <laughs> for wanna, no reason. But wait, when I got a chance though, you know, to get a microphone, yeah, they were like, uh, "Okay, what do you think you you want to talk about?" It was like, "I got some fucking debts that
4: need to be paid." <laughs> yeah. There
0: is an internet wrestling community yes. that when I came into this kickoff show, by the way, kickoff show, which mm-hmm. is such a for NXT, which by the way. Uh, it's a 30 minute long show it's a small it's cool it's an awesome opportunity I felt like a dream come true when Michael Cole called me to do that I think I probably called you immediately afterwards I was like hey this is awesome I'm getting to do this whole thing as soon as I we're
6: working together again yeah we
0: weren't though because I was (laughs) in a way (laughs) same same umbrella same 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 umbrella but the first time I sat down at that kickoff show thing the amount of hate I got Jim Ross I think buried me at one point all the bloggers were like this guy doesn't even talk about wrestling he gets a chance to be in this whole thing and I'm like
6: dude they're so Yo, angry for no fuckers. reason yeah exactly. so angry so then when i got a chance to probably talk. because they live in their mother's basement that's why they're angry oh, classic we should do like what is it jay and silent bob where we get the paper and be like are you jack seven four six three <laughs> seven four and did you say this and then i'll punch him in the face you kick him and we go to the next house see <laughs> it'd now, be a long list though now to be clear though
0: with those people yeah I am now over with them. Oh! <laughs> you sold out. Love. No, no, You're no, no, out. no, no. They, they haven't come around on you
6: yet. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, right. they, I like to keep it that way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hour two, we'll be on the other side of this break. Uh, King Corbin, do you have more time to talk football on the other side? I do. Hey, you have a fascinating for life. You. you have a fascinating life. I try. I try my best. You really do. <laughs> let you know that we all know that dinner time can be chaotic ain't that right Tom? oh yeah but with freshly it's easy their chefs take care of your meals a few nights a week and take the pressure off of you i love that yeah we're all trying to get in shape and eat right and freshly can help their delicious meals are designed by nutritionists and cooked by chefs making it easier to eat better Ooh, perfect. are you stressed tired or just don't feel like cooking food that's fast doesn't have to be fast food freshly offers quality meals without the hard work of prepping cooking and cleaning Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door. No cooking required. Grocery shopping and cooking can be a pain in the ass, especially right now. And with Freshly, you don't have to. Your meals arrive cooked and fresh every single week, so you can keep your fridge stocked and skip the trip to
1: the store. Oh, I love that. I've had the chicken parm. Unbelievable. They got a chicken parmin? They in there? got a chicken parm and a steak peppercorn. I mean, there's a bunch of options.
0: And also, I'm reading here steak peppercorn sausage baked panay, chicken pesto bowl, chicken parm, and ordering is very easy. You just visit freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better for you meals. Wow. That's a lot of options. F-R-E-S-H-L-Y dot com. They got chicken parm in there? Oh, yeah,
1: they got chicken parm.
0: Chicken parm might be my favorite, like, go-to meal. I love chicken parm. Love Love it. it. Little noodles on the side, maybe. Uh, Oh, the penne pasta, by the way. Yeah. That they have, obviously. Freshly can fit your lifestyle with a variety of plans and meals to pick from that work for your dietary needs, preferences, tastes, and family size. And now, listeners can try Freshly for just $6.16 per meal. Wow. Stop searching the internet for healthy food near me every night and start living life Freshly. Your meals are always delivered fresh, never frozen, and are ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. With new meals added each week, Freshly brings the convenience of chef-made, nutritionist-designed classics right to your kitchen. Right now, Freshly is offering listeners of our show, $40 off your first two orders when you go to Freshly.com forward slash USA. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to F-R-E-S-H-L-Y dot com forward slash USA for $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com forward slash USA for $40 off your first two orders. Shout out to Freshly, making eating easier, eating healthy easier, convenient, and also now with $40 off, much more affordable. Can't beat it. Shout out to Freshly. Chicken Parm, huh?
1: Yeah, chicken parm.
0: Jordan us now. Legend, dude. Mm
1: -hmm. Hey. Oh yeah. Legend. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Super Bowl MVP. How about that? Yeah. Hell of a game. I don't know if you noticed, he was quarterback when he played in college. That's right. He's thrown touchdowns in the NFL as Holy well. Holy shit. Yeah, absolute. Animal stud, Super Bowl champion uh, from Kent State University. Ladies and gentlemen, Julian Edelman. Yeah! Woo! 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 Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me?
5: Yeah, my earbuds aren't working. Good to see you guys.
0: What's that all about? Why aren't your earbuds working?
5: I don't know. Can, is this, is it too staticky?
0: No, you sound good. You look really fucking cool right now, too, to be yeah. honest with
5: you. <laughs> What's up?
0: What have you been up to, man? Are you in an art gallery or is that your house?
5: No, I'm at Coast Studios, or Coast Productions office at Kobe Carp in Miami, his uh, office. So we got a little headquarters out here. We got headquarters there, you know, just trying to collaborate and... Make some cool things, Bugs. What have you been up to?
0: Okay, so you made that documentary. It was a uh your production company, which I should know yeah uh, is it J E like I forget. Coast what it
5: Productions, Coast Productions.
0: Okay, so this is your off this so that documentary Hey
5: this is hey. our South Beach location in Woodwood at Kobe Carp's offices. You can give us a little, like, area that we use.
0: Wow! Hey! You're doing big business, so this is not easy, obviously, as an NFL player, especially for the Patriots with the Patriot way, at the level you were playing. That documentary that, uh, you know, I feel like a lot of us got the chance to actually learn who you were, like, as a fan of your game and watching you play, the documentary to learn your story, your family, everything like that with your daughter. Do- I mean, it was it was incredible, and you created that, you sold that, so when you retire and say, I want to continue to create stuff for blah, 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 I assume uh, when you had success with that documentary, did that help you lead to think like, okay, I will be able to have a successful post career? Did you know that all along?
5: Uh, I mean,
0: Burger Time was awesome.
5: So we—it all started with me and my partner, Soft Swissa, who uh, we just started creating stupid digital content, like to give ourselves a voice because, as you guys know, like in New England, there's a certain standard and way you speak and you and talk with the media everything's about football so you really can't like show your personality in any way and we started making these youtube videos and then we started transferring everything to instagram twitter and we were the first you know generation as you are uh, in the locker room that basically had social media so it became an outlet for us to like Play with our creativity. You and, there, I can't tell. Oh, there. They there, there. not see you. It, was, it was only single.
0: Well, we want full screen on you because you're handsome. You're talking yeah. about how you're uh-huh. a visionary, yeah. basically. Yeah. I mean, it deserves a full screen there, Jules. You know what I mean? You're nuts, bro. Um, your career. You are so fucking good. And I remember I was on NFL Network, and they asked me. This is a long time ago. I, I was maybe six years ago I don't know what year it would have been for you maybe seven years ago I don't remember exactly and they asked me to rank at like 3 a.m their time because they were running a morning show east coast time in LA so that was absurd that they were doing that but it was like 3 a.m LA time I was doing a show for NFL Network and they were like can you please rank the top five hardest returners you face so I did my list or whatever and at that time Tyree Kill was not returning the ball and I had not kicked Antonio Brown yet I think or maybe Antonio Brown was on there but you were a nightmare you were an absolute nightmare it made no sense you had no fear you were shifty you had good vision and it felt like every play was like your last play is that like whenever you were returning you got one on me which is bullshit and you almost got two on me, uh, which is still bullshit, but uh, I had a pretty good tackle. And you
5: keep on talking about, like, you hit me hard on that, bro. I jumped into you. No, I did. I jumped into you. No, I did. You. I, no, you. I, did. I picked had you. nowhere to go. <laughs>
0: I spine busted. It was a spine <laughs> I did a spine buster on you. And by the way, if you do watch the video, I've never said I hit you hard, by the way. Everybody else does. I actually just kind of fall. Actually, it's a very unathletic-looking move or whatever, but everybody puts it over, so I'm not going to stop them. But with that being said, uh, the earning your way, did you feel like returner was where you're gonna get on the field? And then there's that video now with Wes Welker and Bill going like, way to compete basically. Is mm-hmm. that like, is that kind of Bill told you early? Like, hey, you're gonna to have to, you can earn it, you can be whatever you want here? Or is that just kind of how you always been?
5: No, I, I think it honestly was, when I got drafted in 2009, we had Joey Galloway, Randy Moss, Wes Welker, they traded for Greg Lewis. They had a special teams captain, uh, Matt Slater, so like, you either had to be really good at one thing, or you had to be very versatile. So there's a saying around New England. Always, everyone always says, "The more you can do." Like if there's someone needs a water, hey man, the more you can do. You know, hey, you know, all these things, cleaning the room, doing this, doing that, because it's honestly making yourself more valuable. There's only 53 spots on the team, and they only dress 46, as you know. So I was doing math in my head. Well, if I can back up the holder, I can be you know, return kicks, return punts, cover kicks, uh, you know, do as much as I can and also be that gadget guy on offense, whatever, just to get the ball in his hands early in my career. Then I was backing up a bunch of people, making myself valuable. So I was just thinking like that, you know, the more I could do, I love playing ball. I just wanted to make the, the team. I just wanted to make the team. And you know, that's what it was.
0: When you retire, which by the way, was really cool, really cool. I mean, the amount of pressure The amount of pressure on you to deliver that monologue, by the way, after the entire, you know what I mean? Like, as I was watching the video, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, here we go. Like, this is going to have to be a, this is going to have to be, and with the emotions of it all, like, I thought it was a really cool thing. But then Bill Belichick releases a statement about you retiring and how he feels about you. Is that something you knew he felt like? Uh, that way about you or when you read that was that something it was like man that's really fucking cool to hear but he basically said you epitomize a football player you epitomize the new england patriots and is that something you knew your entire time there or is it like a hate me now love me later type thing situation with bill
5: uh for me personally with bill you know he he gives tough love you don't you know he's not going to compliment you always he's he expects you to do your job and do your job consistently that's what it is that's how it is there uh you know in retrospect though if you didn't do something right he would let you know that for sure and he everyone was on the table for that it didn't matter who you were how much money you made you knew if you screwed up that you were gonna be on bill tube or low lights or whatever it is and it could be in practice it could be in training camp it could be in a game i mean that's just his personality and you know, I, I loved it because that's what that's, I had a fault. My father and our relationship was very similar to, similar. You know, we were very like, you know, very vocal and, and very like nothing was ever good enough. And, you know, this is why you're not going to make it type stuff. And then then I get tra- uh, drafted to New England. And it was kind of like, you know, there's an expectation like we're not going to slap you on the butt for doing your job. That's what you're supposed to do. So you learn quick and, you know, to hear him say that, that meant a lot, you know, because ultimately Coach Belichick gave me my opportunity, him and Mr. Kraft and everyone who's in that scouting department or whatever, um, you know, and I'm a loyal guy. I will I, love him to the day he dies for that because he believed in me, um, you know, from when I was a nobody. He had the vision for me and. You know, I appreciate him for that. So he can, he can motherfuck, can you swear? You can swear on this? Oh Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: This ain't no Mickey Mouse shit. Uh-uh.
5: <laughs> All right. I'm just making sure. Well, he, you know, he can motherfuck you. <laughs> yes. But I appreciate it. You know, yes. I would be terrified. My first, my first few years, I would sit in there and like, he would say kind of a witty joke getting on someone. Like, it's very like low sense of humor type of stuff, but and dry, but like, I would be too scared to like. Can I laugh? You know, <laughs> you, know, you know, you get, you know, after you've been there for six, seven years and then you going on being the older guy, the vet, you know, now I'm sitting back just like getting a doctorate in how to get the best out of your people. Like, oh man, dang. Oh, oh he's about to get, you know what I mean? So yeah. that's just his way. And I, you know, he evolves and he changes. And he treats different players differently, but he also, everyone's on the table man.
0: And I think that motivation Right? Like, the, however, you can motivate, and you just said sit back and watch him get the best out of his people. That's so interesting because. I think you have to coach to the player. Like, what is what makes this player the absolute best they could be? And that's why I think whenever he came out and was talking about Cam last year, the way he was talking about Cam, especially after all the Tom stuff happened and all the stories and who knows what's real, who knows what is. You probably do, but like, (laughs) but I'm talking like as a public, as a yeah, I would never ask you, but like.
5: What? Hey, Johnny
0: fucking Foxborough? No, no, listen, but I'm not going to, like, you don't have to tell us that. But from the outside, who knows what's true, what isn't true. But whenever you're talking about two, like, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, you're talking about, like, the two greatest of all time. And and there's, at 20 years together, there's going to be something that potentially happens. That's just, it's natural. It happens in business. It's going to happen in football, that whole thing. But then whenever he started talking about Cam and the way he was talking, like, Everybody loves Cam. He lights up a room. Is this And everybody's like, this isn't what Bill does. B- do you think that is a fair assessment? Like Bill was acting different last year towards Cam or maybe towards other people that weren't Tom? Or do you think that's just how Bill was like, okay, this is potentially how I get the best Cam possible. Is that kind of how it's always been?
5: I mean, I think um, there's, that's a loaded question because everyone knew those things about Tom. You know, Cam was kind of coming in and, you know, it's a way to kind of, you know, this is going to be our guy. So you got to ride with him. We got we to get our guy right. And, 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 you know, everything he said about Cam was completely true. The guy works his tail off. You know, it was just, I mean, it's, it, it was a tough situation to go into. But bringing it back to the other side with Tom, I mean, those, Tom earned those things. And you saw that for 20 years. So, like, you know, I like you said, it's like a marriage, a 20-year marriage. It's a long time that's a long time and you know they're both the goats the goat one's goat call a coach and one's the goat quarterback so like you know that's that's what it is sometimes just moving on is always the best for everyone and it doesn't have to be friction related it's just time you know time it's like don't you guys have like an ex-girlfriend that you you love to death that you, you know you, she wanted to get married but you didn't know where you were at in your life but like you guys fought, you didn't fight too much, but like it's just one of those things like, Hey, maybe it's best that we're friends and we move on,
0: you know? Yeah, right person, wrong time.
5: There's right per timing. timing.
0: Timing, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Timing. I mean and, and when you talk about it, it's like full circle. You know, it just comes all the way back around full just, circle. just like time
5: is I mean, fifteen years down the road they'll probably drink a beer and laugh at everything. You know? I all hope so. Time that, that, this, You know, like, that's just how it goes, man. They're both very competitive people, so.
0: You do believe, though, that Tom and Bill, and I believe this as well, just from the outside, not looking in, you know this situation a lot better. I assume there's going to be a day where they are going to sit down together. There'll be an entire, maybe it'll be done by Coast Productions. Yeah. So it'll be an entire, it'll be an entire situation where they go back and relive. And it'll be, have to be in partnership with NFL films, especially with how much it seems like your building was mic'd up and had cameras in there. And only some shit got out every once in a while, which is insane. I don't know how that worked in there, but that would be, you think there's a moment where those two are going to be like good friends again, huh?
5: I mean, there's always going to be a respect you know these guys work for each other they know each they know each other inside now you know i can't speak for them like first for oh they're going to do this they're going to do that i don't know <laughs> but you know like i know that they both love each other deep down in their hearts but you know it's t- sometimes times time.
0: We're talking to Julian Edelman, Super Bowl MVP, three-time Super Bowl champ, just retired re- uh, recently, or did he? So now, mm. immediately mm. upon you retiring, and you tweeted me, I ain't going anywhere, bubs, is what you said to me after the draft-a-thon situation with you and Tom, where Tom made a joke in front of Kevin Hart and numerous others, Deion Sanders, K. Adams, where he said, hey, listen— Julian's just scared to tell Bill he's coming down to Tampa. Okay, we've all been there. And obviously, you and Tom are very close friends. We've learned that over the years. Uh, So that obviously caused some waves. It's like, wait a second. Gronkowski, he had a hurt back. He retires. He gets into a CBD company. He's a white tiger. He's doing all these other things. And Tom goes down to Tampa. He's like, body feels good again. You know, and then uh, obviously Antonio Brown gets signed to Tampa Bay, who's one of Tom's guys. Everybody assumes. And Gronk just came out again. You know, maybe he'll be healthy again. He'll come down there. Everybody assumed that that's what you were going to do. So when Tom makes that joke, everybody runs with it, including us. With your injury, your mindset, and you just said you're loyal to Bill because Bill gave you your opportunity when you were a nobody. Do you see your future at all, playing hey, again?
5: I appreciate Tom. There's always got a, He's the hand that fed me for a long time. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh My God, I'm just oh, joking.
0: that'd be awesome, I'm, I'm
5: boys. I, I uh, you know, I signed with uh, Inside the NFL. That's my new team. So I, I look forward to to contributing and doing everything I can for that new team that I am going to be performing with. So, you know, it's it's one of those things, like I've said, um, if I have to work, if I have to put this much time and energy in everything I do, which that's what I do, and I usually get this level of, you know, production out of your body. Output. I know, I know the output. You know what I mean. So that that's one of those things where if I'm going to go here and I'm only getting here, you're starting at seventy eight percent. You already lose a fifteen percent just through the craziness of the season. You know what I mean? You know how it goes. Sixty three. I don't want to put that product out there. That's not me. I respect the game too much. I don't want to. I don't want to look like a an old guy that doesn't. Because I know the level I, I played at for a long time, and it's just one of those things where. I don't feel like doing that, you know, and it's going to be a hassle. I can't practice every day. The knee I'm a practice player. You, you gain your confidence through practice. At Thank least you. I always did. Me too. I practice hard. Always. I'm fighting. We're, we're over here battling. We're talking shit in practice all day long. If I can't do that and I'll feel those alpha vibes and one on ones and drills, and I'm starting to look like I'm not the, you know, the guy that can do it, like the baddest, then I'm out can't do it see I won't do
0: it. that's very interesting because you know i have a lot of respect for you and a lot of the way guys view things right there's some guys that run until the wheels literally fall off and they don't even know that they're not even anywhere near what they were and they're potentially ruining people's long-lasting thoughts about how they're playing now i'm not saying anybody thought that about you but when i was thinking about retiring I was like, do I want to put this much amount of work in to be this good in this for more time? Knowing that there's surgeries that are going to come because my knees aren't going to be able to keep up. And if I want to be... You know, in the NFL, I should be invested in the NFL. And if I want to be, I want people to think I'm fucking great too. So I want people to think like, oh, I got bummed. The amount of time that I have to invest in that, I'm past the point of that. Like I am past the point of wanting to do that. I'm very thankful for my time, but I am past my entire life revolving around kicking a ball on fourth down. I'm thankful, I'm appreciative, I still love the game. It's nice to hear that you potentially had that thought too where it's like, listen, I, I don't think you lost it by the way. You might be too hard on yourself. I assume you'd be able to still do what you gotta do. But you're
5: yeah, I mean it's not that. I can do I can I can go get open on one leg. And I'm not just saying that to be like that's how I that's how my cough I've seen every I've seen everything. I've seen I know what the, they're doing before they're doing it. I'm not just saying that to say that, but like it's gonna be a lot harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these guys are smart, you got film on you and you know what I mean? It's just it's a whole nother level that you have to be in and and you got to be in a zone like for maybe five plays a game if you're going to start being this utility guy or this guy that comes in on third down and like I need to be in I need to be banging my head I need to go block the force I need to go hit a linebacker I need to get smacked over the middle because that stuff like got me going you know what I mean that that's what that's what made me like I get fired up and let's go play let's go dance like let's do this we're gonna be here all night and if I can't do it all night, I got to hang them up, hubby.
0: What is it? And by the way, incredibly honorable. I want to let you know. That's like G shit right there, what yeah. you just said. Very, very, <laughs> I, they're very, res- nah. it, no, it's real. The The thought of like the five plays or like the gadget guy, if you were to go in, because you can't get open on one leg, so you would think third downs, red zones would be a massive deal. I was,
5: I was embellished these guys are good. I was just... You know. no, Joel, no, 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 Listen. Okay. Hey, we've but, all... Hey, I wanna, oh, hold on.
0: Julian, know. Julian. Hold on. I will say this. I will say this. The offense that you guys ran up there, for you, and I think West might have started it, and maybe Tom, I don't know how they all came. Troy Brown. Who's that?
5: Troy Brown started it.
0: Where you guys read, like, you are literally... It's like basketball almost, and Tom knows, like, okay, if you beat or wherever you're supposed to juke the person. Griff Whalen on our team played you for the week we we're supposed to play New England he had 7000 yards okay so i was like i was like why why are, why don't we have griff do this yeah, yeah. <laughs> why why don't we have griff do this but also griff was only able to do it because he was just mimicking exactly what you were doing right in in the the whole thing you would shake people so you saying you could get open with one foot especially with your football IQ i don't think that's embellishing too much or ridiculous and i know it was a joke but with the thought of how you play with tom third downs Red zone, which is where is the game is paramount. People say like, okay, at one point, is it a hairline fracture you have in your knee? What it like, is it not curable? Cause
5: everybody- no, I'm just, I mean, I'm just like a most guys that have knee problems, I'm just bone on bone. Yeah. You know, and yeah. also it's just, my medial side is like just worn out because I have a, I tore my P, I tore a PCL, uh, years ago and you don't repair those. So then you get this lag in your tib to fib and then I'm bowl legged. So you're just going over years, years, years of grinding. And that bad boy's, you know, then last year I popped my, my, the, the root of my cartilage. So oh. the whole medial side, just kind of like, all right, we run. All right. My knee blows up. All right. Let's go in the pool. Like I hated that. I don't like that.
0: Hey, hell of a run you had.
5: Yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: those knees had a hell of a run because I don't know if Until that point right there I don't know if we celebrated your entire career Because I think everybody just assumed Okay, he's going to go down to Tampa Because Tom's playing until he's fucking 50 And at some point you're going to feel there But I respect the mindset of flipping the switch
5: I am in South Beach The joints do feel pretty nice out here
0: Hey, the humidity too? How hot it it is?
5: I mean, we're over here You know, the Nah, we'll see
0: (laughs) Hey, don't you see You just started (laughs) to pot there I
5: mean, you know Get Wait until the knee fall gets right and I'll leave Foxborough's too big for a t shirt. Yeah. You know, Foxborough Forever. We just stay there. That's yeah. where
0: we live. Right. Oh, but the, the sequel to the Foxborough Forever shirt, the maybe Champa Bay. Oh, no. No. oh. Look at how fucking handsome you are, by the way, dude. That's unbelievable. That's it's good
5: lighting. It's good lighting.
0: Yeah, but you take advantage of the merch game better than any player in the history of the NFL. You are an incredible businessman. I think you're going to have massive success, obviously, in this production,s uh, which you already have inside the NFL. Brandon Marshall played and hosted that show, so you could do both, but we won't follow up with that because your focus is to make that show great and your shit, which we appreciate. Congrats on a hell of a career. Now,
5: yeah. appreciate you, boys. Hey, we and, and, have two, questions.
0: And, two questions, two questions, two more questions. Boston Connor here, massive Patriots fan, one of your biggest fans. He, if I if I didn't let him talk to you, he would uh, probably hold this against me for the rest of my life. So Connor, what do you have?
2: Thank you, Pat. I probably would. Uh, Jules, <laughs> let me just say it's an honor to be talking to a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, that boy, Jules. Was there ever was there ever a time uh, in the you know building where guys would be trying to sneak out before Bill left because they didn't want to be seen you know leaving while he was still working? And also a uh, Foxborough forever. Love you. Thank you.
5: One, first off, thank, thank you, bro. I, I've heard you, and you've been always a huge, loyal, Pat Nation guy, so right. it's an honor to meet you. You guys have been blowing up and big fan of the show, first off. Second off, everyone. Everyone did, never wanted to be seen by Bill or Bears, his little guy. It's like the little number two. It's like his whatever, but <laughs> never wanted to be seen by him everyone's like w- looking you know running out i mean it, it was a, uh, you know because he's there he lives there like those coaches live there I, I mean it is i thought you know maybe early in my career i get into coaching you know i love football <laughs> you know and then i started watching these guys they got blow up mattresses in their office <laughs> so, i put in 14 hours a day these guys are here for 20. like their, their children and their, their family come into the parking lot while we're leaving work to say hi before they go to bed. Like, it is, it is crazy. And if I go to another place and I know, like, mentally, that someone else is doing it like that, I, can, I, I would have to do that. So it's ruined me. I'll never be able to coach because I want to have a life. So everyone never wanted to be seen by coach when you left.
0: Hey, Bruce Arians, listen to this shit. Bruce Arians... The first time he retired, you know, when he retired, he said in his press conference that he woke up one morning and his wife said, Jake, his son, had turned 40. And he said, 40? <laughs> 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 he said that in the press conference. It was like 40 fucking years. Just, coaches are a whole different human. I mean, that is... It, I,
5: it's gnarly, man. You know, and but that's, that's, that's what Bill is, man. That's what they used to do back in like the 70s when he started with the Baltimore Colts and like he like loves it man it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty impressive to see firsthand like the dedication and like the discipline and the lack of con- like complacency that comes in when you watch him you know he'll be on his treadmill like he'll be in his treadmill like a 10 at night with the film with the playbook just walking. you know so Ernie bad. will come up yo what do you think about this and he'll bounce back and Ernie will get on it. Like, these dudes are – it's its chess. It's chess. I'm right. checking
0: with those guys. Well, I'm all about getting kinged as quick as possible, so I'm going to check this guy. <laughs> the, um, uh, before we let you go, and I can't, you've been very cool with your time here, so I appreciate that. Is there pressure on you? Um, anytime a – you know, anti-Semitic situation pops up or right now with what's going on with Israel and Palestine, like, do you feel pressure or pride that you get a chance to kind of put voice behind that? Because I thought you have done an incredible job like piecing things together for people who maybe have no clue about what's going on. Is that something that you have, you know, kind of learned that you can be a pretty cool voice for and everything like that?
5: Without a doubt. It's definitely a pride and a responsibility, you know, you know for me and my culture you know it's 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 a sense of culture that's that's what the jewish people are about and if something's going to happen and go towards our people you know i i have to use my platform to give to it you know that's that's just like you said it's a pridefulness that you have um you know but also doing it in a manner where you know it creates a conversation not just going out and canceling someone not just going out and saying screw this and Because I'm super anti that. Everyone makes stupid mistakes all the time, all the time. You know, why don't we just open up this conversation and let's talk about it? Hey, you you said something. I know you probably didn't know what you said. Uh, You heard a lot of people's feelings that are, you know, part of my community. Let why don't we why don't we talk about this? Because let's get them to feel like. You didn't know what you said, you know, let's educate each other. What are you, what are you, what's your background? Uh Let me me learn, teach me about you, you know? And that's that's what I always grew up around and that's just how I was brought up, you know? So that's how I feel about all that.
0: Well, it's incredibly dope. I assume you're gonna make a lot of, uh, you know, probably riveting, insightful and educational documentaries through a lot of these situations, whatever your brain comes. We got it all,
5: bro. You got any ideas?
1: Yeah, they need to get you, you in the next Fast and, and Furious movie. You need wait, to be. Wait I, got,
5: wait, I got it right now. This punter.
1: Yeah, go ahead.
5: Okay, this punter. Ideas. He, a, he borrows a hundred dollars. Oh, okay, here we go. Goes to this casino illegally.
0: Now nah, it's underground.
5: He gambles, it, he gambles it and. I got it better. I got it better. I got it
0: better. I got it. Hold, hold on. Hold, to hold on.
5: This Miami like pro day, regional <laughs> okay. pro day, <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden he punts and he gets a full scholarship God. from field West Virginia. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. I mean, I I don't know. I just thought of that right now. Hold on. Hold on. Let's
0: do brainstorm. Let's do brainstorm. So whenever you talk about that particular story, I think like instead of a casino or something, like it should be like the basement of an Italian restaurant. You know what I mean? Like you could go into like a seedy basement of an Italian restaurant. Goes down in my Maybe he kicks like 65-yard field goal, misses a 70-yard field goal wide right. And then just goes to West Virginia, then <laughs> he gets the NFL and he punts to this quarterback from Kent State and he shakes the shit out of him on primetime television. <laughs> yeah. That's how that thing ends, ladies and gentlemen. The man who ends that story <laughs> in a sad way, absolute stud, Julian Edelman. Thank
4: you.
0: Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to the show. The fact that you spend your days with us, we are eternally grateful for it. There's a lot of other shit that can penetrate your ear holes. The fact you allow us to do so, we are forever thankful. Hashtag end of pod squad. Ty's going through, still giving away money. We can't thank you enough for listening this long. Once again, if you enjoyed this, tell somebody about it. If not, just act like it never fucking happened. Ty, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Thursday night. Big show tomorrow. Hey, big show. We'll see you then. Oh.